0: Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Brighty on TV. Excuse the green screen mess with here with this mic, but that's just kind of the way we are today. That's a little bit better, kind of. <laughs> You're going to see me, like, disappear and reappear. I'm off on another, I'm off on a remote location today, so um, I don't have the normal green screen set up, and that's just the way it is, so we get to live with it. And you get to look like maybe I'm moving through a different dimension or something. But, hey, um, one of the things that, We have really become aware of is we're literally living in a clown show like like, literally and every time we turn around it's it's another crazy crazy space and what has to be exceedingly clear is that there's no good guys in politics none and if you if you didn't get a chance the other night on bards fm to listen to the interview with mike lindell i'd really encourage you to go over and check that out that was night before last so that would have been tuesday night um on bards fm Mike Lindell literally dropped names and dropped carpet bombs on everybody from Ron DeSantis up to the DNC all the way across the entire board of the Republicans and the Democrats. And I I think we can see it pretty clearly now that we are literally dealing with one uniparty that's trying to hold on to power. And if we're looking to the party system to fix this, we're going to have to start realizing that we're in the middle of their game board and we have to change it. So we're going to dig into a lot of that today and just looking at a lot of different pieces while we explore the clown world that we're living in. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighton, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at BrightonStore.com.
0: The Kali-Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Kali-Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own and have fun with your AR. Why the Kali-Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bands with a Kali-Key. The Kali-Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet a suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at Kali-Key.com with free shipping.
1: Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications, instantly shutting down all private phone calls and texts. An EMP weapon or solar flare can achieve the same result. Rolling blackouts or permanent power outages will also take out the power supply to cell tower antennas, rendering mobile devices all but useless. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer? is the Bivy Stick at sat123.com. The Bivy Stick is a two-way satellite text messaging device that uses a satellite constellation, not cell towers, to send and receive text messages. It works anywhere on planet Earth, including in war zones or blackout areas. In unpredictable times, the Bivy Stick helps you stay connected when it matters most. Visit sat123.com to get one while they're still available.
0: We're back here on Brighty on TV with Bards FM. Bards FM, your favorite podcast, of course, and me. So, hey, before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. And part of that is to go to the best place in the world to get good night's sleep products. That would be MyPillow.com. And I'll bet you'd never guess this. MyPillow.com and your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S, the most favorite, most popular promo code on the web. But you know, what's really amazing is Mike Lindell actually reinvented the classic my pillow after millions sold. And he's just launched a new pillow using a new thread that was developed here in the United States to keep temperatures even and level. So I'm gonna let him tell us all about it. It's something you don't want to go without.
1: Looks like you've been sleeping. well, Megan! He's back, the MyPillow guy. And you're looking
0: good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0. When I invented Pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric
1: with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow.
0: yeah that's my pillow 2.0 you want to head on over there to mypillow.com forward slash bards. use your promo code bards take advantage of the great savings take advantage of the great products and remember that every dollar you spend there ultimately finds its way back to supporting liberty in this nation i don't know what i'm serious i don't know what we do without mike lindell he's a fighter an amazing one all right patriots so moving on here this is um a crazy time and the problem is people are tired And because they're tired, they're looking for quick solutions. And they're not going to happen. I know. (laughs) I just ruined your day. So what? Get over it. You know, here's the deal. This isn't going to happen quick. we got to stop listening to these narratives of, like, someone's going to save us. The stupid stuff flying out here about med beds and space aliens, whatever else is coming out of here. The only way this is going to get fixed is us. And we are the source and have been the source of this solution from the very beginning. We are literally the plan. There's no other special plan. There's no other you know, UFO invasion that's going to trigger us into some great awakening. The awakening is happening with us tied to our faith in God. And God's moving through us and working with us. But it's not going to be coming in here riding on the front of an Abrams tank with a Ukrainian flag riding on it. Well, that might actually happen. Because that would just be the invasion. It's going to be us. And we have to start really anchoring down to what that means. Our fight is and always has been a local fight. What goes on in D.C. is literally like watching Barnum & Bailey's Circus. And sometimes I think Barnum & Bailey's Circus probably has more truth in it than that. Like when you watch that clown car pull up and there's like 50 clowns that pull out, at least there's 50 clowns. And we know they're clowns. When you look at D.C., they're all clowns. The problem is that they try to tell you they're not. They're not. And they try to tell you the truth. I mean, look at what just is happening in the last 24 hours. Let me be clear what I'm going to say. Republicans, oh, yeah, those people that say that they love you, love God, love country. Yeah, those. Republicans are voting to raise the retirement age for Social Security. So now it's going to be 70. And your new... Expe- life expectancy, thanks to COVID, is now 73. Now, that's a pretty good deal when you think about it. You're going to pay into Social Security your whole life. And you're going to get to start to draw mar- limited benefits at 65 and full benefits at 70, and you'll be dead by 73. Cool beans, man. What an investment. The fact is that Social Security was supposed to go bankrupt in 2027. But thanks to COVID and the killing off of the elderly and the murder of our wisdom class by our government. Social security now has a new terminal date of 2035. Now the new problem is that Medicaid has become the new problem because Medicaid now is apparently going to go bankrupt by 2027. And that's because likely because the death shot that's been issued has put so many people on some form of, socialized medicine that the system is now overburdened. But don't worry, don't worry, because the, the your government, who's there for you, is going to figure out a nice way to terminate the lives of the many on Medicaid, so you won't have to worry. Medicaid will soon be at 2035 once they kill off enough people. This is what you're dealing with. And you're dealing with people that all have their hands in this jar. They know it. So. It's not so much, in a it's very antiseptic for many of these people. They look at an, an economy and they look at things and they're like, wow, we've got too many people on social security. We need to roll in this new automated age. We need to get us into the fourth industrial revolution. We need to get people, we need to get the ranks and files of people cleaned up. The elderly are past due. We need to kind of encourage them to pass along. So how do you do all that? COVID. Whoa, that's amazing. COVID becomes this new solution to everything. So it justifies the murder of people, then you just call it COVID. You, know, you put them in the nursing homes, you, you treat them horribly, make sure you don't give them their medication early on, stick one sick person with another sick person, don't give them any medication, let them all die. Add the deal of the, sh- but make sure and call it COVID. Because then you're going to get extra federal money to boost your murder operations all the way through. Right? If you're Cuomo in New York, make sure that you get a kickback from the mafia. So that you can pad yourself all the way through knowing that you were part of the murder machine. By the way, where is he? Governor Cuomo. I saw his brother on his new channel. He's an idiot. Always has been. And nughead of his. But where is Cuomo. He just kind of vanished. Speaking of that, where's Pelosi these days? Where'd she go after? She just kind of vanished, right? This goes on the list of all these people that keep vanishing. It's kind of strange. We don't, but we don't know. Obviously, it's, it can't be anything like them. somebody's taken them out. We're, we're just in a, we're in a nutty world. And if what you're seeing, if you're, if, if you believe what you're seeing, you're being fooled. This is literally the Ouroboros, if you understand that. That's the circle. It's made by the snake, with the snake with its tail in its mouth. Both ends to the middle. By deception, we wage war. That's Mossad's former motto. And, yeah, it's Mossad. That Israel Mossad, that intelligence group, that's tied in with the Vatican. It's tied in with the CIA. It's tied in with MI5, MI6. I mean, all these people are working together, the intelligence agencies to constantly use every form of deception so that you can't trust anything. And why do they want to do that? Our government is a despicable, despotic, tyrannical pile of poo. And they're after you and me. They're after your family and in the end goal, what they want is they want your kids because most of them are pedophiles. All they're after is to butt rape your children, sacrifice them and suck their blood out of them, turn them into their little hand puppets, and control the world by creating more of them. This is our government. This is your FBI. This is your IRS. This is the the Department of Education. And that's who's running this world. And these people are sick. We've allowed a group of pedophiles to get control and seize control of the power structures within the government. As we roll around here going, oh my goodness, I'm afraid of a mask. Oh my goodness. I'm afraid of a shot. Oh my goodness. What's going to be the next virus? Marburg. They're laughing their tail off right now. And enjoying the entire grooming system of knowing that they've got a whole new rank and file of fresh sex, sexual toys that they can play with. And they're your kids and they're coming more for your kids, and all they have to do is pass a few more rules, and pretty soon they'll have a right to take your children away. Just by programming your children in school, so they can say, Mommy, I want to be a boy. You're going to be like, but you're a girl. I'm not going to let that happen. So they'll go to school and they'll say, well, teacher, my mom wouldn't allow me to be a boy. And then they call Parent Services or Department of Family Services, knock, 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 we need to talk to, to you about your children. I understand that they are, one wants to be a transgender. You'll say, yeah. And I said, no. And you're like, okay, well, our kids have to come with us. Because your child has a right to sexually change themselves. This is the engine that they're starting up. And they're not too far from it. So the real question is, what's all of this worth to you? What do you believe in so much that you're willing to sacrifice everything to defend? Because just complacency and expecting that this is all going to blow over, that some sort of white hats are going to roll in and save the day, that's like rectal inverted thinking. And it gets old. It gets old to see how many people are always trying to find someone else to fix things for them. We are the plan. We are the solution. And as the plan and the solution, it means that truth, number one, and truth with our Love in Christ is what leads us. That's what leads us, but that doesn't take away meaning action on the ground because there is faith and works that have to go together. That means we've got to be in our communities talking to people, in our communities awakening people. We have to literally be building the bridges necessary to strengthening our communities and strengthening this remnant. 19% of this public, according to the best statistics we can find, did not take any injection. That right there is the future. And the burden that's on us is immense because on one hand, we're supposed to be and we need to be building bridges with the Vax part of the groups that are starting to wake up. We have to do everything we can to bring the others that are still walking in the darkness, opening their eyes to the loving Christ. But we also have to be able to lead with leadership and decisiveness that got us to the point of being part of the 19%. And that means calling out criminality and this sexual perversion everywhere it is. The United States has become a soft, spineless nation in many levels. And if these generalities make you irritated, good. Because that means that, one, it's either hitting home or you're aware that you're one of a minority. But to a large degree, we've become we're a decadent nation. If we want something, we don't have to worry about it. We'll, the government will provide it, we'll get a welfare check, you'll find a way to get it through some other means, or you'll just find a cheap Chinese crap made at Walmart. That's literally where we are right now. You know, the essence of mature, reasoned way of living. Common sense. Being very studious and careful about every purchase we make, being a non-wasteful stewarding society, as it used to be. The idea of doing things with our own hands, not relying on others or other systems to do it for us, like artificial intelligence, but instead getting our hands dirty, digging in, sowing seeds, literally and spiritually. Not just attending church on Sunday, but living with God on a daily basis. Being reasonable about keeping our health strong. Understanding we don't need doctors, but instead God provides us with all things. Learning how to make your own remedies, cooking your own food, baking your own bread, raising your own animals, raising your own food. That's the essence of what made America great not making America great because I've got a new job at a factory that's all robot robotized. Now I get to manage the robots. That's just lackey work. You might as well be shoveling crap out of the the middle of stalls in the middle of, of Wisconsin, because it's gonna give you probably get more out of the shoveling, doing the muck raking than you would out of a factory job. As Americans, we have to start resetting to what was strong with us. And that means getting our hands dirty, and getting ourselves strong again. You know, when you when you train. So let me let me back up. A couple weeks ago, during a, a workout, I really strained a deep quad muscle. Didn't think anything about it at the time. A couple days later, I went to get out of bed and I almost fell. I couldn't even stand. The, the sciatic nerves had just lit up. I was literally almost unable to walk for about three or four days. So there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can take a bunch of pain relievers and call the doctor and see how much other drugs he can give you, which is not my way. Or you can start doing the hard work, which is suffering through the pain, stretching hard and deep, walking it out. It hurt. It has hurt miserably for a couple of weeks. The type of pain that sucks your breath away, that leaves you almost unable to to move. But that's who we are. That's what makes America great, is suffering through the pain but never giving in, never quitting. Leaning in so hard into this that there's nothing that they can do to you that will ever stop your momentum forward. That's the fire and passion of saving this nation. So for those that have it, and I know there's enough to make a difference. It only takes 3% to overthrow a nation. There's 19% of the people that didn't take the Vax, which tells me there's 19% that are willing to stand up to just about anything, because this was the most intense propaganda campaign ever waged on a human populace. They used every single resource to break people's will. The government lied, the media lied, the doctors lied, the scientists lied, the corporations lied, Educators lied, lawyers lied, judges lied. Yeah, it's a deeper answer. It's a moral bankruptcy in a nation because everybody had something to gain out of it. Even our military leadership lied. All the institutions that we would have counted on lied. Our cops turned their back, turned, turned their back against the constitution. They started enforcing these ridiculous loca- local rules that had nothing to do with constitutionality. They forgot their, their oath. They begin to be enforcers of a tyrannical hand. One of the reasons that I will never say trust the blue. Now, one of the reasons I will never fly a trust the blue flag. They can earn my trust, but they don't get my trust with cart blanche. Neither does the military anymore, either, by the way. We went through all of this, but you know what? There's 19% that endured that. 19% that stood out here and said, you know what? No way. I'm not going to do that. Heard a story the other day of a woman that talked about the most powerful experience in her life. She was in high school. She was going to her biology class. She came in one day The these desks were all put in a big circle. There was one desk in the middle. As they all came in, they took their seats. The teacher walked in and said, sit down. If any of you speak a word, if any of you get out of your chair, you'll fail this class. She talked about how she was a straight A student, straight A student, how that sent fear, chills down her spine. Teacher said, if you even mumble a word, you're gonna fail the class. Sit down and be quiet. In the center desk in the middle, there was a bowl. In the bowl was a goldfish. The teacher walked into the center of the room, in the center of the desks, where the one other single desk was in the middle of all of this, and everybody circled around them. As she described it, they're all eyes fixated on my head, afraid to say a word. Teacher took out the goldfish and put it on the desk and walked out. The goldfish obviously began to die. And she talks about this period of time, which ended up lasting about two and a half minutes, as excruciatingly against everything in her body and everything in her vibe, She was watching an innocent death. A death was unnecessary. A goldfish being taken out of its water, out of its environment where it can survive, put into the air where it now starts to flop and grope for air and slowly die. And she's torn between her straight A's and doing the right thing. All of a sudden, another girl jumped up, she said, after two and a half minutes. And said, screw this. Walked over into the middle, picked up the goldfish and dropped it back into the water. She was the hero. The teacher walked in the minute that happened and looked at all the students and said, you see what the system has done to you? You were so obedient to the fear of what the expectation is. You failed to do the right thing. The system controlled you but you crushed your morality. That's the world we're in. And what's going to make a difference in this next year, these coming months and years ahead, because this isn't going away quickly. This isn't going to be some one shot, get it over That suddenly humanity is going to wake up, we're all going to lock arms, sing kubaya or do a line dance together. Where we're going is a time of vigilance for the rest of our lives because evil doesn't stop. Just about the time you think you pivot off of one thing, these tyrannical jerks, psychopaths, figure out some other new way to go. And until every single one of them is put into the ground, we're going to be dealing with this. And guess what? We can't put them all into the ground. And there's a whole bunch of them that deserve a permanent jerk nap. So don't be the woman that's worried about her straight A's and watching the goldfish die, be the girl that jumps over the desk and says, screw this and spits in the face of tyranny and does the right thing. And takes the understanding that it has the spine to say, I don't care what you do to me, I'm going to live by my morals. That's where we need to be every one of us. And when you can do that, we'll get this nation back pretty quickly, but until then We're teasing ourselves because it's going to take that level of resolve just like our founding fathers and just like the founding patriots did of this nation to be able to throw all in and say you know what god's got this for me i fear nothing but i'm going to do the right thing for the time that i have on this earth and they will not take away what god gave me so patriots this is a time where we have to start deciding what this future is going to be like, because it's not going to get easier. We just have to get tougher and more intense and more focused on our liberty and taking it back. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: This was made possible by Brightion.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brightion.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brightion.com now, post your videos today, and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brightion.com. Mike Adams here with an operator a a deployment leader on the texas southern border who's been using these satellite-based bivvy sticks for very effective communications and he's here just give us a few words about how these bivvy sticks are operating how it's helping he and his team members and remember these are available through the satellite phone store sat123.com it's satellite-based text messaging Works when no cell towers work or aren't reachable. We use these to communicate uh, GPS cords to when we are seeing uh, drug runners or or people carrying stuff. Uh, We've had, you know, bust up to 13,600 pounds worth of marijuana and fentanyl that that we have been on operations with in conjunction with uh, federal agents and uh, supporting them in their operations. So they are pro-America and uh, pro-humanitarian in uh, helping to keep our country and our community safe. Everybody, God bless America. Take care.
0: hey patriots welcome back to on tv with bards fm that's me you're looking at me scott kesterson glad to be here too this is a great place one of the things that um, we all need is a good bible and in this time you need a bible that's going to connect you as deep as possible to god and in, since we are also fighting a fight for the restoration of our nation ideally you would have a bible that connects you to the founding fathers to understand just how deep they were in their faith and we have that Bible. It's called the Founders Bible. TheFoundersBible.com. I I will tell you, there's. This has become my go-to Bible for all things. This Bible takes us on a journey not only in Scripture, using an NASB 1995 edition translation, but it takes us connects our founding fathers' documents to the writings of of in Scripture. They didn't just quote scripture they, they use scripture as a living language and that's one of the most empowered part of this bible this bible is like a one-stop shop for learning about our constitution our declaration of independence the visions of our visions of our founding fathers and everything related to god so i'd really highly recommend you check it out they have it in hardcover and they have it in digital form and if you use your bards code b-a-r-d-s you're going to get 20 percent off so check it out. It is probably the best, most perfect Bible for our time. And it's something we all need. And everybody should have a Bible in the center of their home. These are heirloom quality Bibles. They were designed to be something you pass on to your, in your family and generations to come, as Bibles used to be. So check it out. Thefoundersbible.com. Thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-T-S, and get one today you will not be disappointed. So I'm going to pivot a little bit here because the reality is that we have to be doers, not just talkers. And we have to be able to get into the various things that we need to do to establish that strength in ourselves, in our community. Now, on about two and a half, almost three years ago, God put on my heart the seven pillars of what we call county by county. I'm just going to go over those today. But at the center of all of this is about building the strength in our personal lives to to reinforce and fortify our sovereignty and make us more powerful within our communities. First part of that is homeschooling, or home churches, excuse me, home churches. The pulpit has become a very difficult topic. In a perfect world, the pulpits would be strong as they were in, a, in the colonial period. They would be speaking truth to power. They would be identifying tyranny and they would be leading the congregations to stand up against this darkness from LGBTQ perversion and pedophile ring to the absolute despicable tyranny in our government. Sadly, churches have become a business and they're more interested in keeping the pews filled And their profit line on the bottom line or making quotas of how many people need to be saved or how many people are sitting in in the congregation rather than looking at the true message of Christ. Obviously, there are some good churches in our nation. But as a real sense of the church being in the world, a church being within us, we need to be building these community relations through homeschooling or home churches or Bible study. It's a necessary part of what we need to do. And that's just right out of how Paul and Peter built their, their church revolution. So first pillar of county by county is home churches. The second pillar of county by county is homeschooling. Homeschooling is, when we say homeschooling, a lot of people will say, well, I don't have kids or my kids are past." You are just as important in that model as ever right now. So many parents are being burdened with two jobs, the difficulties and challenges of having to have their children face public school because they have no option. They don't have the money to send them to private and they have to use public schools as a community. When we come together, we can start building pods. We can be assistants, assistance to parents that are in that situation, a single parent or a double working household, encouraging them to consider homeschooling and building local support. You can be a support to help them set it up. You can be a support in teaching, but we need to be building community support to get these kids freed from this communist indoctrination camp. Really should just change it to a pedophile indoctrination camp, because that's pretty much what every teacher these days is doing that's in the public school system is just teaching, is grooming kids. So it's later on, they can be raped or that they'll try to switch their gender or cut off their weaning or something. It's a despicable world that we're in, and so we have to take it seriously that this is a war. And the center of this fight is the kids or the children. They want the children. They want to destroy them, corrupt them, and rape them. That's the bottom line to everybody involved in this system of hierarchy that goes from the federal government down to your local schools. The third pillar is Patriot Gardens. That is literally a revival of the victory gardens of World War I and World War II which were massively successful. In fact, after World War II, Americans in their private backyard gardens were growing the same, equal to the amount of food that the commercial industry was growing. And obviously, their food in the backyard garden was, more, was probably healthier. This is about restoring our control over what goes in our body, giving us back control over this system. And you're not limited to a backyard. If you're in, a, in an apartment, you have a balcony, even if you don't have it, a balcony, you've got counter space, you can grow something anywhere you are. You just need to learn what it is you need to grow. You can grow greens and sprouts inside easily. You can grow mushrooms. There's lots of things you can grow. Medicinal herbs, etc. It's not limited by space. It's the action of doing the, the garden. And so it's, we call it Patriot Gardens because it's not just limited to the backyard. But everybody needs to be growing something. And that needs to happen yesterday. We're, ending up, we're heading into a pretty intense crisis that is not going to go away quickly. Farm production across the globe is on the decline. We've seen massive disruptions to our warehousing and supply chain system. It's not going away quickly. So grow something. All of these steps are about empowering each individual to take responsibility and accountability in their lives and not be dependent on this corporate tyranny that we're in right now. So we've got... Patriot Garden, or home churches, homeschooling, Patriot Gardens. Number four is right work. Right work is using your gifts and talents to literally start your own business or work with somebody who is in alignment with the love of this country. And most importantly, their belief and love in Jesus. This is how we start getting the proper reset economically. And we're going to be, you need to be focused on buying local, not relying on these corporate box stores to get your stuff. And that can be anything. It doesn't have to be the transitions to doing your own business. As a guy who has started many small businesses, grew up in a small business family, you don't change things overnight. But if you don't start now, you're never going to do it. And if you don't start now, you're never going to explain, understand what it is within you that needs to be explored and expanded on and what your gifts and talents are that you can use to make a living out of. You have to pursue it. And then you have to adapt as you go along, adjust your business and grow. it. Just common sense. Not everybody's going to have a million dollar idea. It's not about that. It's about freeing yourself from this corporate welfare system that's been created that enslaves everybody as you go along number five pillar is health and wellness that's taking responsibility for your health and your well-being in your life breaking from the corporate medical tyranny so that goes from everything from eating well getting off processed foods drinking clean water exercise if you do i would recommend as well fasting or intermittent fasting they'll build your body strength taking supplements and then moving that even farther down the road rather than just relying on supplements but as you have a good fitness program a good diet program a regular fasting in your life which is both spiritual and physical health then you want to get to the place of looking at the medicinals that you can grow the things that you can use to build natural supplements within the, without dependency on processed vitamins. It could be, I mean, they're just things that are great for you. Parsley, turmeric, garlic, ginger, apple cider vinegar, chaga tea. I mean, there's just a few. All those things come together to make powerful supplements from a natural place that you can make. You can make your own apple cider vinegar, you can make your own kombucha, right? You know, and it's just all of these things as we go along help you build strength. And of course, part of that too is good sleep. That's health and wellness. What's always left out there is like major medical. What happens if you break a leg? What happens if you cut yourself? What happens if you get burned? Part of that is becoming knowledgeable on how to fix some of those things yourself, just like pioneer days. Become knowledgeable. If you're interested in as a woman, study midwifery. If you are, anybody should be studying this basic, like how to stitch up a wound. How to deal with a broken bone. How to deal with a burn or a cut. Those are things that each one of us should be studying. Your sixth pillar is informed action. And informed action takes many levels. That's understanding what goes on in your county, who are the voted, in-elected, who are the elected officials, who are the unelected officials. Those officials are, the unelected ones are often, the ones that are hired are often more powerful than the elected ones. Understand what positions are open. Right now in my county, I was just informed the other day, 200 positions are open across the county that they're trying to fill. And I'm looking at which one of those has the most influence. I might run for it just to do it. But I mean, that's, that's the point is find these positions. Like there was a position that came up in my county. Nobody wanted. It was like the water dude. I don't know what it was. Some district water dude. I looked into what that guy does or that position does. Man, it was like controlled, controlled whole policies in terms of water access in the county. Nobody wanted the job. Find out what these positions are. Gain power and influence. Or encourage people to get in there and back them. And then use it to make change. Don't just look at just the easy, the big, the big jobs like county commissioner and sheriff. There is a ton of them behind the scenes that make big impact. That's part of informed action. Also part of informed action is learning new skills. Building paper libraries. So important. You, have to, you can't rely on the digital space. We have to be willing to go back to go forward. Our technology is out of control. I do not want to live in a world where AI is running me. And it's already bad enough when every time you get on the web, because it's there, it's running in the background. We need to be taking a step forward as a balance between old and moderated future technologies. My, my basic rule is if I can't fix it or figure out or take it to a repair shop for like somebody to do the fixing on it, it's probably a technology not worth keeping in the end. Finally, the seventh pillar is stewardship and conservation. And that means literally changing our orientation in everything we do. There's a time right now we're all needing to, we're all basically needing things to get back to this lifestyle. You're probably buying equipment for your your garden, or might be buying seeds. You might be, I just bought a a cast iron Dutch oven specifically for sourdough bread making that was made in the USA. I, I mean, These things are, we need these things for self-sufficiencies. But here's the way I look at it. It's not about a non-consumer society. Stewardship and conservation is about buying once, not buying junk. I will spend a lot more to get a quality American-made product or, say, Japanese-made product or something like that from a good vendor. Always American first. Canadians make some good products, too. And I will spend more to get the quality, even though that may mean I have to wait to get other things because I don't want to buy things twice. I don't like trash culture. It drives me batty. So part of conservation and stewardship is using what God gives us in just the most amazing way to steward every penny for its most Im- impact of use. I just bought all my bee supplies. I'm starting beekeeping this year. I specifically sought out a company that's an American-made supplier that everything they have is american-made no it's not cheap when i bought my honey extractor it's an american-made honey extractor system is it expensive yep was it worth every dime yes because it's american-made it will last it will never rust it will never go wrong that's my point buy once and it doesn't mean you have to buy the most expensive Many times, American-made products are more expensive. But the other part of this is we have to be buying in stewardship of what God gives us so we're not wasting money and throwing stuff away. Conservation is also learning how to not only conserve what we consume, but preserving things or repairing things, recycling things the right way. Recycling is such a joke. You throw plastics in a bucket, they can buy and pick it up. The plastics, 70% of those plastics end up in the Pacific Ocean in one big mass soup of plastic garbage. We need to be the conservers and and restorers of this. Cardboard can be shredded. It can be turned into, if you, there's great techniques like how to compact it and turn it into burnable logs. It's just one example. It makes good composting material if you can shred it, right? So there's a lot of things that we can do and these are just simple examples, but we need to be looking at conservation and stewardship of what we're given to be better in what we have, maximize our spaces, be more efficient and extend the longevity of everything we have. So that's the seven pillars. So I'm going to close with a short talk about what we talked about last night and bring it all together. Yes, we're in a crazy world. We are dealing with the time we need to make action and ignore these clown and these hand puppets that are up in DC. We need to be reclaiming our stewardship and conservation. Our, our whole lives through stewardship and conservation is kind of an overarching thing. But it's the seven pillars of county by county that we need to be literally looking at to regain the power of our own sovereignty. And from all of that, the first step in everything in that success is taking that and then building community. And what's the easiest way to do that? Break bread. This is the whole discussion we had last night on fishers of men. And I, I just want to impart it here in these last few minutes of the show. Bread is... Jesus broke bread. Had his disciples break bread. And, and with that, with a few fish, they fed 5,000 men. There is a spiritual component here that's essential to understand. Bread is magical. And I, when I talk bread... My preferred type of talk is sourdough bread that uses natural yeast and raises up. So why am I on this? Because if we took the time to start at each of us baking bread again and then sharing that bread bounty with our neighbor, we'd find something pretty amazing. We'd start to come together and focus on the handmade, the hand doing, and stay away from the consumer nightmare that we're in so much of our world is built around a consumer imprisonment trap we get our bread from the store here in america in particular we get our bread from the store it's pre-sliced typically it's in plastic you don't know what's in it you hope it's good if it says dave's bread on it apparently it's supposed to be better than others you know it's just it's nonsense and we spend enormous amount of money on it take the time to get back to basics take the time to start with one skill baking bread with sourdough bread where you're using natural yeast. Learn how to do it. There's plenty of information on the web, on the YouTube, on everything on how to do this. And then take that time once you bake it to share it with your neighbor. And maybe it starts with your next door neighbor on one side and then you go to your next door neighbor on the other side and you do this once a week. And watch what happens. You're going to change the world around you By sharing in the bounty that itself is a bounty from God. And there's no greater way and more simple action to do that. Plus, bread's great. Great. You love bread. Who doesn't love bread? If you're gluten-free, then make a gluten-free bread. But make bread. Bake it. Go through the process. Knead it. Feel it. Feel the life that comes out of this. Empower yourself with it. Take something that you've made, bless it as you go, and I'm serious, and as you go through this process, use it as a gift to share with your neighbor, to love thy neighbor, and to build connections in your community, to build them out, to build the foundation of what it really takes to take back this nation. Let's pray. Father God, we are blessed to be here today, blessed with all that you've provided for us, blessed with the gifts, the talents, the inspiration to stand in this time and stand before this evil and know that no weapon forged against us will succeed. So Father, today we're just praying for one simple action, for people just to take a moment to literally make bread, and in doing so, create a bounty that can be shared with their neighbor, even if their neighbor's not somebody they normally get along with, but to offer something as a gift, to offer something as a making of your own hand, as a making of a gift that you've worked through us to make bread, to make bread, to break bread, and to help build the bridges within our community. And in so doing, build the strength and the love for all that you give us that love in Christ that we walk with. And even if the neighbor doesn't have a relationship with you, let us live that relationship so they can witness it and be drawn to it all through the simple act of baking bread. Guide us in these times, Father. Bless us we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Bake bread, people. It all comes down to simple actions make tremendous change. And that's literally a simple action that can change the world. Our world is a crazy place. We are literally living in a Barnum and Bailey clown circus on steroids. These people that we're dealing with have no interest in you. They have no interest in me. They have only interest in power, but we can make the change on the ground with a simple action as simple as just baking bread and sharing the bounty with your neighbor. So keep your head up and your eyes forward, never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us, he'll never forsake us, and in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, hope you have a great week, a great weekend. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and out for now.